Welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast, where you'll learn how to release the weight and manifest the body and life of your dreams. Every episode, I will be sharing tips, stories, strategies, and guidance that will help you align mind, body, and spirit so you can finally overcome your food and body struggles and fully show up as the high vibe woman you were destined to be. I'm your host, Janice Holt. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to High Vibe Weight Loss. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between weight loss foods and healthy foods because I see my clients get this wrong all of the time. Not all healthy foods are good for weight loss. Not all weight loss foods are healthy. So today I'm going to tell you exactly what foods are healthy and good for weight loss and what you should be watching out for. I'm going to tell you specifically the three traps that I see my clients fall into when trying to eat healthy and lose weight and the top three tips that I give them to help them eat quality foods that are also weight loss friendly. And I'm going to come at this talk from a few different angles. One, because I'm a holistic nutritionist, so it's really important that my clients are focused on eating in a way that supports their overall health, meaning is good for their body to function the way that it was meant to in its optimal state so that everything is working right. And so we're not promoting stress on the body, so we're getting all the nutrients we need, and we're making sure that our hormones are balanced. But also as a weight loss coach, I know that during this, let's call it season of releasing weight that you're in, that you can't eat all of the normal healthy foods because they could possibly promote fat storage. Now I'm not saying that you shouldn't eat healthy food. I'm saying that we want to eat well and in a way that promotes weight loss too, so that you are honoring your body and your weight loss goals at the same time, which means not necessarily eating the things that you think are healthy. So as a quick example, um, let's talk about fruit juice, like real actual juice from fruit, even if you don't add sugar to it. Most people would define this as healthy, and it is because you're getting beautiful vitamins and minerals and hydration, but it's not weight loss friendly because it's full of simple sugars that lead to fat storage. Now, I'm going to give you a lot more examples about this later on. And I want you to know that I'm also not saying that you have to eat like this forever. You have to avoid these types of healthy foods forever because you're not always going to be in your season of releasing weight, which might sound really hard to believe, especially if you feel like you've been in this season for most of your life. And I totally get that. And when I work on maintenance with my high vibe weight loss clients, after they've lost all the weight, it's like this whole new life for them. They really can't even remember a time when they didn't eat, when they were focused on losing weight, except for maybe when they just said, screw it, and they ate anything that they wanted because they were you know, trying to fill that void, that gap, that deprivation that they had experienced while trying to diet all the time. This maintenance time is when we can reintroduce some of these quality foods if you want to, if my clients want to, without adding on the weight again, because they've built habits and they've rebalanced their hormones, like potentially adding back in some real fruit juice if they want to. And the last angle that I'm going to talk about when it comes to healthy foods versus weight loss foods is based on my own experience 
as an advertiser for the world's top food brands. So I worked in advertising for 15 years for some of the world's best known food brands that you see all over the grocery store. And I can tell you that a lot of the foods that we think of, that we see, and that were promoted as healthy or weight loss friendly are actually not at all. It's just marketed that way so that you will buy them, so that you will spend your money. Um, and I also know that a lot of people I see online, influencers, personal trainers, people who have just lost weight and want to genuinely help other people, they recommend a lot of things to do that aren't necessarily good for the body, and in fact, might be messing up your metabolism and your hormones even more because they don't really understand the science of nutrition and how the body reacts hormonally to certain foods. And even though they mean well, it's not helping you and it could be making things worse for you. So clearly I have a lot of things to say about this topic and I just um, want to get started. But first, I need to remind you that if you have not yet checked checked out my free high vibe weight loss course you can do that right now at www.highvibeweightloss.com and in this free course I share the top three key steps that you can do today to begin releasing the weight from a place of body mind spirit alignment and in this course, you get a workbook that you can use to follow along with your steps that I give you in this program. And you can start your high vibe weight loss journey today for free. And when you do sign up for this free course, you also get on my email list. And in there, I will notify you when the next high vibe weight loss group training program is starting. So if you're interested in working with me, get on the list and I will share all of the details with you on how you can do that as well. Okay, so let's get into it. Weight loss foods versus healthy foods. So healthy foods are defined as foods that give your body nutrients that they need to work properly. But this word is really subjective because a lot of foods can give you nutrients that you need for your body to work properly. And when I ask my clients, how do they eat? They would all pretty much say they eat fairly healthy. But when they tell me exactly what they eat, it really does vary from client to client. And their definition of healthy is different from each other's as well as different from mine. We know that some people might say that pizza is healthy because it combines like all the macronutrients. You've got your proteins, your carbs and your fats, and then you might throw some red pepper or tomato on there and you think that it's even better, right? Some people would say that that is healthy. Some people would say that fat-free milk is healthier than full-fat milk. Some people would say that beef jerky is healthy because it has lots of protein, whereas some people would say that rice is not healthy. The term healthy is not regulated, and it's extremely broad and very, very subjective. So I prefer to use the term quality, and that means real food that's good for the body without the baggage of the overused health-washed term healthy. 
we could all go to the grocery store today and find thousands of different products that market to us as healthy. They might use words like gluten-free or they might be fortified with some kind of vitamin like vitamin D or C or whatever. They might call it out like it's low fat or made with real fruit or skinny girl this or Weight Watcher bread or zero sugar, blah, 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 blah. It's enough to drive somebody crazy and really go and waste our money on foods that we think that are doing good for us, but in reality is contributing to our confusion and the overall downward spiral that we are seeing on our health as a whole, right? That our countries have never been sicker. We've never been more overweight. And I used to contribute to this problem. Back in my advertising days, I remember promoting lots of food as, quote, healthy or good for you when they were, in fact, not at all. I remember specifically lots of different examples, but one time I remember promoting um, these oatmeal packs, the single serve flavored oatmeal packs as healthy, right? Flavored with brown sugar or um, apple cinnamon or what have you right? You could enjoy them as a quick, healthy breakfast was part of the, the advertising and the marketing strategy, except for when you actually look at it, the second ingredient is sugar, and they are full of fake flavors and artificial vitamins and minerals that are added to them that make it seem good for you. Now, oats and oatmeal as a whole are quality foods, but these flavor packets are added with things that trigger your fat storage hormone insulin, your stress hormone cortisol, and both that can lead to weight gain. Another thing that you see in the grocery stores all the time is gluten-free. Now, this is a big one. A lot of people think that gluten-free means that it's good for you. I've even seen gluten-free on labels for foods that would never contain gluten in the first place, like coconut milk. But there are lots of companies out there that are trying to capitalize on the gluten-free trend and not specifically for people that have real sensitivities or celiac disease. Now, you need to understand gluten is found in wheat, rye, and barley, so anything made with these ingredients contain gluten, like breads and pastas and baked goods and cereals and crackers and even beer. Um, and there are some processed foods that have gluten in them because wheat is used in making these products. Now, I do think that eating gluten-free most of the time is a good idea because gluten can destroy your gut lining and cause health issues like bloating and cramping and diarrhea and inflammation, um, or even over time can lead to serious issues like infertility and even nerve damage. But I do eat foods with gluten sometimes. The gut lining can repair itself in three days. So for me, gluten foods are sometimes foods. I wouldn't call them quality foods, but they're sometimes foods. Um, but the point here is that gluten-free as a whole doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for you, right? You see gluten-free labels on cake mix, for goodness sakes. Now, when I became a holistic nutritionist, I was still overweight because I was still overeating. I was just overeating the quote, healthy foods. So we have to be careful not to fall into the trap of better for us, which we can substitute one thing for another and think that we can be able to lose weight. I mean, just because like I'm eating gluten-free crackers instead of chips while watching Netflix 
doesn't mean that I'm doing something good for myself, but it did make me think that I could eat more of these foods because it was guilt-free, because it was better for me. I can go on and on for a really long time about um, this whole entire topic, but I want to keep this episode under 20 minutes. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give you a list of my top three traps that I see my clients fall into when they're trying to eat healthy and lose weight. And then my top three tips that I tell my clients to help them eat quality foods that are also weight loss friendly. So one of the top three traps that I see my clients fall into is consuming juices and smoothies as a healthy weight loss food. Now, I know I've talked about this in other episodes, but the reason why juices and smoothies are not weight loss friendly is because when you blend or juice these fruits, even vegetables, you are removing some, if not all, of the fiber from these foods. And fiber is really important when it comes to storing or releasing fat because fiber slows down the uptake of sugar from the food that we eat. So when you have an apple, for example, it is full of fiber and it does have lots of natural sugars in them. But because of the fiber, those sugars don't get taken into our bloodstream nearly as quickly, which doesn't lead to the fat storage that would happen when it's just strictly sugar. So when you blend or juice an apple, you're removing all of that fiber and what you're left with is just the sugar. So the sugar goes into the bloodstream really, really quickly and can cause us to store those fats, those energies for later, store that as fat rather, because the sugar is supposed to be used for energy. And when we don't need to use it as energy, it gets stored as fat. So we want to watch out for having juices, juicing our fruits and vegetables, as well as consuming smoothies while trying to release the weight. Um, the next trap that I see my clients fall into, and I've already talked about this, is falling into the trap of eating healthy labeled foods, prepackaged, manufactured foods that are called out as healthy that we are taking in thinking that we're doing good for ourselves. The keto bars, um, baked goods made with stevia, things that are gluten-free or fat-free. So not only is this not necessarily better for us, but it's also tricking our brains into thinking that we are doing something better for us and therefore we think we can eat more of it or we'll have it more often. So maybe you've gotten used to not snacking, but then you bought some gluten-free um, sweet potato uh, crackers was one of the things that I used to overeat a lot of. And so because you have that available to you, you think no big deal, I'm going to eat this even though maybe before you wouldn't have eaten anything. So you have this and now you're either snacking all day long or you're consuming something that you think is better for you, but you're having more of it. And then the other trap that I see people do is they eat these healthy foods all day long, thinking that you're doing yourself good. And then at night, you're binge eating 
more healthy, quote, healthy foods or non-healthy foods because you did so good throughout the day. So you have to be careful about eating foods that you think are healthy because of the food label. You have to use your conscious brain, your common sense and think, is this something that is actually serving me and my goals to release weight in a healthy way? Okay, the third trap that I see my clients fall into is consuming healthy foods and then adding on with things like sweet sauces and salad dressings. So these are things that we, the, the meal itself, we might consider as healthy, like we're having a healthy chicken salad. I used to do this. So I would have my greens and beautiful chicken on top and I'd be doing so well. And then I would pour a whole bunch of poppy seed dressing on. I used to do this all the time and think, oh, what a nice, healthy lunch I'm having, except for the sauce that I'm adding on is full of sugar, is full of additives that are actually causing me to um, store more fat that are is causing inflammation in my body, adding to increased weight gain. The other thing that I used to do is I used to mix like a veggie salad with a pasta salad from the restaurant downstairs and think that I was doing something healthy because it was half and half. So you have to watch out for things that we think are healthy for us and instead ask ourselves, is this a quality food that's supporting my goals? So instead of the poppy seed dressing, what I do now when I'm having a salad that I love is I would make my own olive oil and balsamic vinaigrette type of dressing, right? I wouldn't be using a dressing that would have added sugar. There's lots of great recipes online that you can find to make your own dressings that taste delicious that don't have a lot of added sugar. Another thing that I used to do was I would add on lots of different things to my salad, like croutons, for example, and still think I'm doing myself good because I'm having more vegetables. A lot of my clients come to me and say, I know I need to have more vegetables. Of course, that would be amazing for your body, but we have to watch out how are we having more of our vegetables? What are we adding to it? So when I add croutons, let's say to my salad, you know, I make sure that I'm being mindful about how much I'm adding just because I want to make sure that the foods that I'm eating are supporting my overall health and that I am getting in my vegetables, but I'm not also sabotaging, sabotaging my goals by adding things on top of that that no longer make it weight loss friendly for me. So just be mindful of that. Be mindful of the foods that you're eating that are either supporting or not supporting your weight loss efforts. And I'm going to throw in one more under the talk traps that I see all the time, because I see a lot of weight, a weight loss influencers do this online. And they, what they do is they put out these recipes and they give them names like skinny girl shake or healthy smoothie. And when you look at the ingredients, it includes things like low fat milks and low fat yogurt. And we know that low fat dairies actually have more sugar in them and that the fat itself helps to reduce the uptake of sugar into our bloodstream, which would help reduce the promotion of fat storage. 
right? Or I see healthy protein snacks all the time. I see these healthy protein snacks. Um, one that I saw recently was actually made with the gluten-free cake mix that I mentioned earlier. And a lot of the times they, they include things like really low quality protein powders that have artificial ingredients. And all these things can mess up your digestion, can cause the inflammation that has you storing and retaining fat. So don't be fooled by the name of something. Look at the ingredients and ask yourself, does this really do my body good? Or am I just trying to sneak some treats in there under the, the geist of it's healthy or it's skinny? All right. Now I'm going to talk about my top three tips for eating healthy foods, or I call quality foods that are also weight loss friendly. And the first tip here is to eat foods in their whole state. Like I talked about when it comes to the whole smoothies or juices, just have the fruit, just have the veggies, just have the yogurts and whatever was inside of that smoothie or whatever it is you juice, have it in its whole state. It's going to slow down that sugar response. It's going to provide you with those nutrients, the, the vitamins, the minerals, those phytonutrients, all of that goodness without taking away the, the fiber and the things that make it healthy and good for you and promote weight loss at the same time. The same thing goes with like whole eggs, like don't have egg white omelets, eat the whole egg. It was designed to be consumed in its wholeness for a reason go for full fat dairies. We want to make sure that we're eating foods as much as possible in their whole states, because just like our body works holistically and every function works together to put you in your optimal state, all of the foods that nature provides us is designed to work together so that it can do our bodies good as well when it's whole. All right, the next tip that I have for you is to eat the quality fats and proteins. Don't avoid good fats. Going back to the old adage of, or the old saying, like we needed to reduce our calories and we need to have um, a low fat diet. We know that that's not true anymore. Go for good quality fats. Do not deprive yourself of things that are beneficial for your body that don't have you storing fat and that slow down that sugar response. Also, when it comes to protein, unless you're vegan or vegetarian, you don't have to go for the vegan burgers because those are full of ingredients that are not necessarily beneficial for your body. They're full of artificial flavorings and colorings and additives that are causing inflammation that are disturbing our overall health and our overall system. So you don't have to skimp out on quality fats and quality proteins. In fact, Eating quality fats and quality proteins will help to promote your weight loss and your weight loss goals. All right. The third tip that I have for you is to check the sugar content. I've discussed a lot about sugar today in this episode. And if you go back to episode four, where I talk about the fat storage hormone insulin, you'll understand even more why. But you want to check the sugar content of the foods that you're eating that have a label. Again, that have a label. An apple doesn't have a label because it's meant to be eaten whole and it doesn't have anything added to it that nature did not intend. So we have to watch out for our sugars, sugars that come from processed food, from manufactured food. 
Now, the standard recommendation for the average woman for sugar consumption is 25 grams a day. But the average American actually takes in more than three times that a day. And sugar is one of the major factors for weight gain, weight retention, because it triggers your fat storage hormone to hold on to your stored fat. So you want to watch out for any foods that have added sugar as much as possible. So that single serve flavored oatmeal packet that I was telling you about earlier that I was advertising had nine grams of sugar, but oatmeal on its own only has one gram of sugar. So don't be afraid of the natural sugars in things like fruit, like I said, or one gram of sugar in oatmeal is totally fine and totally reasonable. And it's not added necessarily, right? Because you're just having the oats. And then when you make your breakfast, you can add on top of it things that, you know, make that more full and complete meal, like nuts, like the full fat milk, if you will, a quality protein powder, something that adds to the meal for health and that supports your fat loss goals. So those are the things that we want to be doing as the tips that I give my clients to help them eat healthy and for weight loss. Guys, I hope you found this episode super helpful. Thank you for joining me today, sending you all the high vibes. Take care. If you love what you're learning on the podcast, you have to check out my free course at highvibeweightloss.com. In this training, I share with you the three key steps you can do right away that will help you get started releasing the weight and elevating your life. Join the free course, get the complimentary guidebook, and get started at highvibeweightloss.com.